Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Always a delight to have Lisa Anderson, director of Young Adults and host of the Boundless Show from Focus on the Family. I have watched you for years and years, Lisa, and it has been really fun to see how much of an impact you've had on the uh, Christian community, young adults, singles. Um, but I also kind of, since we're friends on Facebook, I kind of see how a lot of the growth and uh, some of these things have gone in back into your personal life as well. But nonetheless, welcome back to Koinonia here in the River Valley. Well, Tom, it's great to be here. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about you've watched me for years and years, because that sounds like I'm 90s. <laughs> right, um, and it, but it sounds like I'm a stalker, too, right? I mean, that's that's the thing with social <laughs> oh, yeah. media. No, that's okay. No, it's all good. And honestly, you know, it's like there's a certain amount of, like, expertise I've gained over the years in doing stuff, but so much of it is just walking out life a few steps ahead of my audience and realizing that we all have to lean on God's grace. And I mean, I was, you know, I'm out of the young adult years now. I've crossed the 40 line. Oh my goodness. And so I'm like, okay, what can I share with this audience of college students, post-college, young professionals in the area of life, faith, relationships? What are the missteps that I've made? Uh, What are the things where I feel like I've really grown? And it's kind of built this friendship between us. I'm kind of like that cool aunt, Mm -hmm. I like to think, who's kind of sharing some wisdom with them and and using the advice and the resources of Focus on the Family to get us there. One of the things that's been fun is you really, your sincerity really has bonded you and made a relationship with the younger generations that is, uh, I'm excited and sometimes surprised anytime a young person even wants to hear what I have to say. You know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like I'm excited and I see how you have uh, really been led to do this in a lot of ways. Uh, tell us a little bit about Boundless. I know that's not where you started uh, with Focus on the Family, but tell us about the, the, the whole the ban- Boundless umbrella, I guess would be the way to put it. Yeah, sure. So for me, career number one was in journalism and then in PR, and I was in the corporate world and then came into Focus on the Family in that role. And what's funny is uh, the team that was running Boundless at the time decided they were going to start this podcast. And this was back, Tom, when no one was podcasting. You went, I'm talking about end of 2007. Right. Okay? They went, pod what? Pod, pod, what? Pod? What's, what's with the pod? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these guys had the foresight to start a podcast. And they were like, Lisa, so meanwhile, I'd been talking to them. I was doing PR for them. And uh, simultaneously, I was dating badly. Okay, I'm going to just <laughs> about that. So they're trying to give me advice and saying, like, you know, Lisa, you're kind of lame in the dating department. And I was all defensive and stuff. And I'm like, what? And they're like, okay, well, let's help you with that. But meanwhile, we're starting this podcast. You like to talk and you're single. Do you want to host it? And I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Well, my goodness. Okay, that was now 13 years ago. So, um, hello. Uh, and it's been a fun journey. And so Boundless has been around since the late 90s, really helping young adults own their faith, grow into mature adulthood, do relationships well, and prepare for marriage and family if that's meant for them. And so 
We talk about all the topics through the show, through articles, on social media, and it provides a little sense of community for single young adults who may feel left out of their church experience that might be over-programmed for marriage and family, and they're feeling like, hey, raise hand, I'm over here. Um, so we kind of provide that for them as an ancillary support, but then I always come back to them and I say, you know, hey, but get into that local church because that's, that's paramount for you as well, to be seen and known by people who love you right in your space there. Lisa Anderson is director of Young Adults at Focus on the Family and host of The Boundless Show. She's our guest today. Our topic, well, this is one that I don't think we would have seen coming uh, just a mere 18 months ago, but a new study showing that more young adults are moving home now more than ever before. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) So this is funny because I have long, Tom, done a, a seminar that I've done in churches for parents of young adults, and I titled it Take Back Your Basement, <laughs> kind of for a reason, because these parents are like, oh my goodness, like my kids moved back home, and it, you know, like they kind of took over their house and they don't know what hit them. But now we're seeing, especially because of the pandemic, because of COVID, more and more young adults are moving home. I mean, it's really, especially among the Gen Z generation, that younger adult generation, because many of them were in college and were sent home for online learning, or they were furloughed from their jobs, and they're like, "Um, I don't know what to do from here. And it's really interesting because I had, you know, I've had several interns now in the past year, and talking to them they really feel kind of they're lost at sea. They don't, they feel like they tried to script out this life of what it was going to look like with getting their education and getting their first job. And now those jobs are not available to them or they've been furloughed. They're sent home and they're kind of like, I'm living with my parents again. And my parents are like telling me what to do. And I thought I was an adult and they're having to work through how to communicate with their parents, how to respect and honor their parents as adults. Um, This is no longer a parent-child relationship, and the parents are having to recognize that, too. So it's like communication and conflict 101 for a lot of them. I can't even imagine. Uh, Well, I I can imagine because I uh, did experience it, but it was a long, long time ago, (laughs) and none of the challenges that young people and adults have to deal with now with social media and just on and on and on. Uh, Has this last year strengthened families that – maybe wouldn't have happened without COVID? I think in many cases it has for families who've been willing to dig in and kind of go after it. Because you think, for example, I mean, in some cases, family has been all that people have. Or, you know, maybe if they got quarantined with a roommate situation or whatever. But you think of these families coming back, many of them having to work from home, having to figure out how they were going to maintain relationships even outside the home, from home. Um, It's been a weird space, and you add on top of that just the sheer volume of difficult cultural conversations we've had to have. So you think of vastly different generations, say a boomer and a Gen Zer or a millennial, having to talk about race relations, critical race theory, the election, COVID, Pride Month. I mean, everything has come to the surface this past year, masks or no masks vaccines, how do we respect our government and still disagree with it in different areas? I mean, this is like, these are conversations that are like vastly disparaging or disparate um, opinions on things. And what does it look like to get to some common ground? Yeah, that, wow, what a challenge. And I hadn't thought of it in that breath, but 
you know, any one of those topics would be a challenging, you know, couple of months, probably at least uh, from my observation. What do you think this is going to do to the fam- uh, family dynamic going forward? Yeah, I think it's going to be, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to be good for it in the sense of let's realize, let's strengthen the supports that we've had and realize that, you know, parents, especially Christian parents out there, affirm to your young adult children that you are behind them, that you're praying for them, that you're there to root them on, but also establish healthy boundaries that will get them where they need to go and help them to realize that, you know, yeah, you're, remember, you are growing into adulthood and you are still responsible for your decisions. This isn't a regression opportunity to just come back home and be a high schooler again. Let me help you maybe with some good sage advice, with some encouragement, some prayer, some structural support to get through these hard times and move forward really with encouragement. And, and you know, I think it's going to be great. And again, you know, let's not only talk about the one-way street. What about the young adults? There's much that they can offer to their parents in the home. I mean, I even, you know, in a, in a very surfacey kind of way, all the young adults who've just helped their parents navigate the technology needed right. to Zoom and do Teams in this season, um, to be able to, to navigate, uh, uh, you know, at-home delivery and other things that are really having to change and transition during this time, and to care for their parents as being maybe more vulnerable health-wise and to recognize that, like, hey, I can enter into the life maybe of a grandparent that I now know who might be vulnerable. And to be others-focused has been a good lesson for everyone. Myself, no children, and but I have been married 32-plus years. How can I help in this situation? We've talked many times about how married couples can really, really help strengthen young adults that are single and in, in being inclusive, especially around the holidays and things like that. Uh, what what do we have right now that we can help with, you know, that that situation where the kids are having to go back as adults into the into the home and then sometimes churches are meeting, some aren't meeting. What are some suggestions for us? Yeah, I think any, you know, adult who's in an older generation, whether that's a Gen X or a boomer or whatever, has the opportunity to really enter a mentoring role in this season. So for example, you know, we've talked about um, even our, our audience, single adults, helping out the younger parents with kids. You know, they've got kids at home. They're, like, trying to homeschool. They're trying to wrangle all these kids. And I'm like, help them out and take one of those kids. Go out and do something with them. And I think that's where other folks can do this, even with young adults. Like, take a young adult on a hike or on a walk and just say, tell me about how this year has been for you. Tell me about what you're looking at moving forward. How can I pour into you, especially if you have expertise or just some advice or some encouragement to give about navigating the job market or, you know, past, maybe if you had a past job loss or a struggle in the workplace, encourage them with that. Tell your story. Be the person that can kind of, uh, you know, be a help to them as they're looking fearfully at the future and trying to trust God in the midst of it. Always a delight, Lisa. Tell us how we can get more resources to help with some of these challenging things with uh, kids having to move back into uh, the parents' home right now. Might be tough. Yeah, absolutely. Well, really, for both uh, both sides, parents can read our stuff and listen as well, as well as the young adults. Uh, go to boundless.org. Even just a search on, you know, staying home or living at home or parents 
going to get you a great amount of blog posts and articles and some of our shows where we kind of really break it down and try to give encouragement um, for both uh, sides of of the folks who are in this uh, struggle right now. Lisa, thank you so much. And I look forward to our next chat. Sounds good, Tom.